This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. This podcast is sponsored by listeners just like you. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. The year was 1950 in the newly founded State of Israel, about 30 religious young men got together to form a moshav in the Negev Desert, Moshav Komemuyut. They had recently finished their army service and moved down south. One of the founders of the moshav was Rabbi Binyamin Mendelssohn. He had made aliyah to Israel from Poland and had served as the rabbi of Kfar Atta. In the beginning, the young men slept in tents, in the middle of the desert, the nearest settlement to their moshav were several kibbutzim that were connected to the left-wing secular Shomer Hatzair movement, kibbutz Gat, Gilon, and Negva. And several members of the moshav in the very early days supported themselves by working on kibbutz Gat, which was the closest kibbutz to moshav Komemiyut. They would do all kinds of jobs on the kibbutz, also work in the fields, and they did their best in their own moshav to plant wheat, barley, rye, legumes, and anything that they thought would grow in the dry desert. And the little bit of produce that they produced would be sold to the local bakeries and factories. At that time, there were no water pipes reaching the moshav, and so all they could do was plant in the dry, rugged fields of the desert. And every few days, they would make a trip to Kibbutz Negva, which is about 20 kilometers away, and fill up large tanks of drinking water, which would support them until the next time they went and filled up again. The second year on the Moshav, the year 5711, the fall of 1950 and the summer of 1951, was a Shemitah year, which comes every seven years in the land of Israel, in which Hashem commands us through the Torah that we cease from all agricultural work and let the land of Israel rest. Back then in 1950, there were very few places that actually kept Shemitah. But since the Moshav was founded by religious men, they wanted to do the mitzvah of letting the land rest. So they spent that year instead focused on building the permanent housing and getting out of the tents. And eventually the Moshav started developing and expanding, and more families moved in, as well as more singles. And by the end of the year, there were 80 people living on the Moshav. And as the Shemitah year ended, they started preparing to farm. And of course, to farm you need seeds, but they could only use wheat that was from the sixth year, the year before the Shemitah year, because anything that was grown on the Shemitah year, they weren't allowed to use for growing on the next year. They went around to all the kibbutzim in the area, near and far, looking for good quality seeds that they could use, but nobody had any. And eventually, in a storage shed on Kibbutz Gat, there was some old wormy seed that nobody wanted to touch, and no farmer in their right mind anywhere in the world would ever use such poor quality seed and expect anything to come from it. Having no choice, though, the religious Jews on Moshav Komemiyut 
asked the secular Jews of Kibbutz Gat if they could use the seed, the rotting seed filled with worms. And the kibbutznikim in Kibbutz Gat burst out in laughter. (laughs) They couldn't believe that they were actually interested in this grain that had been rotting in some dark, murky shed for years. The kibbutz chevre said, listen, if you really want it, you can take all that you want, completely free, our compliments. And then they laughed a little bit more. The young men of the moshav went to their rabbi, Rabbi Mendelssohn, and they asked him, what should we do? Should we try to plant this rotten seed? And the rabbi said, take it. They're offering it to you for free. Take it all. The same Hashem that tells wheat to sprout from good seed can also make it sprout from rotten seed filled with worms. All we have to do is have faith in Hashem and be besimcha, and whatever is going to be will be. If we're meant to have a good crop, Hashem will send it to us even from this wormy seed. So they brought some tractors. And they filled up all of that wormy, disgusting seed, took it back to their moshav, And since the laws of Shemitah forbade them from plowing the land until after Rosh Hashanah, meaning the eighth year, they didn't even get a chance to sow the rotten seed until the month after Tishrei, Ram Cheshvan. Now this was two or three months after all the kibbutzim and all the farmers in the area had already completed their planting. The rains that year were late in coming, and the farmers from all of the local kibbutzim and moshavim were starting to get concerned. They looked up into the sky, and instead of seeing clouds that they had hoped for, it was just clear blue skies. And finally, it rained. The day after the Chevre and Moshav Komemiyut finally planted their thousand dunam of wheat fields with that wormy, rotten seed, the skies opened up, and the rains exploded and poured down on the dry desert earth. The next few days, everyone was waiting. They were davening. They were saying Tehillim, trusting in Hashem. And it didn't take long to see that just like the rabbi said, the same Hashem that makes good seed grow can make bad seed grow. All of the farmers who had planted during the Shemitah year, months before the first rain came, only had small wheat crops. But the crops on Moshav Komemiyut, sowed with the old, disgusting, rotten seed, they were large and unusually healthy compared to any standard of any year. It became known as the miracle of Komemiyut. It was in the newspapers and word spread throughout the country. Farmers from all over the South wanted to come and see for themselves, and they couldn't believe their eyes. When the farmers from Kibbutz Gat arrived, instead of congratulating, the Chevre of Moshav Komemiyut, they had a dispute. After looking at astonishment at the impressive fields that had grown from their rotten, infested seed, they decided that they wanted to get paid for the seed that they had given them. And even more than that, they were going to file a claim at the local Beit Din that was led by Rabbi Mendelssohn himself. They knew that they had no chance of getting any money if they went to a secular court. So the secular kibbutzim took the religious Jews 
to the Beit Din over the rotten seed they had given them, with Rabbi Mendelssohn being a witness. And the rabbi accepted the case and took it very seriously. And in the end, he decided that the Moshav had to pay the kibbutz for the rotten seed. And the reason that the rabbi gave is that since the kibbutz thought that the seed was worthless, then they gave it away for free. But the truth is, it was excellent seed for growing crops. And had they known that, they wouldn't have given away for free. And so having no choice, the families on the Moshav got together and they paid for the rotten seed. The story became an extraordinary Kiddush Hashem, a glorification of Hashem's name in the world. And everybody throughout the country heard the story and they also got to witness with their own eyes the fulfillment of Hashem's promise in the Torah, where it says in Leviticus 25, What are we going to eat in the seventh year? We can't plant and we can't harvest. And Hashem says, I am commanding you to let the land rest, and my blessing will be with you, just like it was with Moshav Komamiut. <laughs> My sweetest friends, you may have noticed that I missed a week or two of recording a story. That's because I had COVID, or what we call over here Corona, and had the schut, the merit of spending a few days of resting in bed. Thank God I had no complications and I'm feeling fine. And thank you to any of the listeners that were concerned and contacted me. I really appreciate it. Everyone should have a refuash lema, and we should see the fulfillment of all the prayers from Rosh Hashanah until now.